So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Jordan Black from Like Pacific. And we're asking some questions today about their upcoming album, Control My Sanity. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to it so far? So far, so good. Uh so it's just been like uh like it's gotten a lot of traction, I find, and I think that's really cool. Uh, because you know, we haven't done anything in a long time, so I was a little nervous about that, but uh yeah, it's it's doing well. I mean, whatever, regardless, I'm I'm happy about it. <laughs> oh yeah, the album rips. Awesome. I was listening to it earlier. <laughs> Oh yeah, it thanks. Thanks. Um, it thanks. You said you guys haven't put anything out in a while. Like, what? What was the the holdup on that? So, like, we did in Spider Man 2018, and then uh, 2019, there was just like you know not a ton of touring for us. I don't think. I think we kind of just exhausted a lot of touring. Mm-hmm. And then 2020 was a pandemic, mm-hmm. and so we released us like a B side from like the first full length. And then uh, just kind of sat because there's nothing to do, right? Like, obviously, people were, like, you know, trying to do, like, whatever. We were just getting together and, like, we were basically recording the entire pandemic because of the pandemic. So it was, like, you know, we started, like, December 2019 for, like, a month. And then we did it in March, like, a week or two. And then the pandemic happened. And then we did, like, a week or we did, like, a couple weeks in, like, May. And then we did a couple weeks in September. And then we did a couple things earlier this year okay it was like a year and a bit yeah just because of like scheduling uh like just like obviously sam who did our record like he had other projects and he was flying places like he did the between you and me record that album is so good too yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. like yeah like he was he was you know what i mean like none of our like our our shit like lined up which is like fine but and also like the pandemic we couldn't have we couldn't like with all the lockdown stuff we couldn't have like a million people in a room Mm -hmm. You know, so it was kind of like just me going in or like just me and Brad or then some days just me and Tay and then some days just Tay and Brad. Some days just Luke and Greg, you know, it was like whatever. But it took like way too long, like absolutely way too long. Whoa, it's here now. It's done. Yeah, I don't, I don't care anymore. I'm fucking happy. So is this the adult podcast? Can I swear on this? Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. Not that I'm going to like swear like crazy or anything. But I mean, like, and just in case I like say something and you guys are like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, you're good. We're you're good. good. How did you manage to like keep the energy and excitement when you're like doing it bits and pieces at a time, like over a year? Honestly, like it did lose a lot of his excitement for a bit because it was like, it felt more like a task because everyone was like stressed out about it. Right. And then obviously Mm -hmm. like, you know, the vinyl pressing plants all around the world are all backed up and everything. So it's just been like one of those things where halfway through, it was kind of really hard. It was like, oh man, like, what are we even doing? You know what I mean? Like this is taking it's sweet time, but also like, we're all not on the same level, like vibe wise, like none of us are in the same room. So we can't really, mm-hmm. you know, and then doing stuff over zoom and whatnot. It just, I feel like it, it's very helpful, but it's also just like not ideal f- for writing and whatnot, or like, you know, like whatever idea stuff and obviously whatever, but uh, near the end of it is when like it kind of picked up again. Like when we realized that the world was like slowly coming back to normal and whatnot, mm-hmm. that whole process was like, that made the record fun again. I was like, happy, you know what I mean? Everyone was in better moods and whatnot. And just like, then like, once it was done, I was like, holy shit, we're done. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. It took so long and like, we're super proud of it. So yeah, I lost it for a bit, but like it definitely picked it back up and we're all very proud of it. Oh yeah. Okay, that's good. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Uh, Yes. Okay, so to control my sanity, like was just straight up about, well, it's about a couple of things about manipulation from other people and then also like i've been on ssris for like three or four years now and uh 
for the first like year, I felt like it, I, I was numb to everything. Like I absolutely had no emotion. I felt like almost sociopathic because I straight up had no, like I didn't have any empathy or anything for anyone. Like it was really weird. Like I just, it was, I was really foggy brained and it was weird and it was controlling my life. And it got a little better and then it stopped working for me, which is like pretty common for a lot of SSRIs, but it was just ruining my life at the same time while I was dealing with like a breakup. Mm-hmm. But it was a breakup from like a long time ago that it just resurfaced in weird ways. And so it was like, yeah, just like, you know, just, just it's about being manipulated and, and being like super like not in control of your future destiny, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and the album art. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the album art. Uh, the hands in the box thing, I, I just thought I had this really cool, like, you know, we never do like realism. We never do photo stuff. Like with the first EP, we did a photo and I like it, but it was like, you know, you know, it's just not really anything. I think we kind of rushed into that, but this one, it was kind of like, I mean, for like specific stuff, we always talk about like my hands. Cause like, I have like, I just have a weird thing with my hands. Like they're really small. They're like really like gnarly looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shake a lot. Like I, you know, I, I twitch a lot from the medication and whatnot. And so it was kind of that with the hands in the box, it's just kind of being like in solitude, like in your own, but I want to put like a head or a brain in a box. So I thought it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So I kind of go a little bit different and pick, obviously, you know, something that was a little more personable to me and just made, you know, just made sense. That's about it. Okay. Very cool. Uh, so yeah. can you tell us a little about your writing process for this album? Uh, normally we would all get and, you know, we would jam a bunch, like, you know, jam the set or whatever. And then we just start writing and like bring riffs to the table and then record it on like our iPhones and stuff like that, bring it home and elaborate on like logic and whatnot. Um, and then kind of go from there. I'm always writing lyrics. Like I find that if I'm traveling somewhere, like in transit somewhere, I will open my notes app and just like, you know, write whatever, and then revisit it later on. Or if it like matches the same like subject or context as another uh, thing I was working on, I'll put them together. I'll merge them together and make it all about one thing. Uh, It's kind of like, it comes in bits and pieces for me. I know everyone else is kind of always just like writing riffs and whatnot. Like Brad, you know, the mastermind behind like writing music, a guy like he's in another full band and mm-hmm. wrote a record with us. And he also was writing for other people. So it's like, wow. It's just been like, yeah, it's been like, it's been like crazy. But uh, I think everyone's a little bit different. I think everyone just kind of comes to the table and we decide what we like. And then we just go from there and elaborate on it. And, and for me, it's just lyrics and like, <laughs> like half the time, like, I don't know, like going to the pre drink, like on the way on the subway and just like, writing in my notepad and being like, okay, cool. Like this is how I'm feeling right now. Or this, uh, I, I had this random, like one liner in my head. Oh, that sounds really cool. I should, you know, elaborate on that. But uh, yeah, it's kind of, you know, and then during the last year, it's been like all over the place, like, oh my God. So it's not really uh, normally what we do, but yeah, usually you just get together and just kind of bang everything out again. All right. Yeah. My follow-up question was going to be like, how did it adapt throughout like the quarantine and shit outside of like having to do it over zoom? Oh, it was just weird. I don't think it translates well. Like, like everyone's different. Like, of course, Uh, for me, like I'm just so used to being in a room with the guys and like figuring it out or like at least with one person and working at something and then bringing that to the table. So having it over zoom, it was very like, I don't know. And also just like, we're all in different spots. Like some of us were like, like I'm in the city and it was like Toronto had like four or five lockdowns. It was crazy. Wow. And then, you know, other people, I mean, not saying like whatever, Ontario, of course, like had a bunch of lockdowns, the same thing, but Toronto was like a different thing, a smaller town. 
I feel like there was just like, I don't know, like Tay and them, these people at the time were like living with their parents at the time. So it was just like a little easier. I was just like in solitude. Like I couldn't even see my partner because we don't, we don't live together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just because of COVID and lockdown, like we don't want to get each other sick. Yeah. I, ended up, I ended up getting COVID, so it doesn't even fucking matter. But like, uh, but uh, yeah, like, I don't know. It, it's a lot harder, I think, over Zoom and the, for me personally. But uh, we, I mean, we got it done. So you know what I mean? It's so, like, I don't know why I'm complaining. <laughs> like, <really. laughs> At least it's done. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And we're happy with it. So that, that's another thing too, right? So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this record and the meaning behind it. Uh, I want to say like, I mean, for now, like with what's out, like for Control My Sanity, the latest single we put out, uh, like you said, I'd be safe uh, if I stayed with you. We rire my brain so I can't choose. I just love that the way it flows, but because it's always like, you know, taking, I'm taking Zoloft. It's, it's definitely rerouting my like serotonin levels and whatnot. And so that was a huge thing because it was controlled. Like I said, it was controlling my life. It was, it wasn't doing any good for me for a bit while being with someone who didn't give a shit. So it was kind of like both were, you know, scrambling my brain and it was kind of, you know, really weird, but I definitely want to say, yeah, rewire my brain so I can't choose because it was like a it was hard for a long time. I was not thinking for myself and it was really weird. And so and I've never been like that before. So it was uh, it was very emotionally and yeah, very taxing. So mm-hmm. all right. Uh, what song on the album took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Personal favorite is Ketamine Jesus, because that's the only song I ever wrote myself and came to the table with it. Like as in like, of course, I'll have a riff or something. And I'll, we'll show each other and we'll elaborate on it. But I, I like basically had a whole idea in my head of how I wanted to sound. It was originally supposed to be an intro only. Like oh, as in it was going to be a minute long. Mm-hmm. And I showed some of my friends and they were like, you are so dumb if you don't make that into a full song. <laughs> it's like the best thing you've ever done. Like you don't make that flop. And I'm like, okay. Aww, yeah. So we read, we just like added a, you know, we added like a second verse and like a big chorus and like, I love it. I think it's so, I know I'm so biased. Cause like, I know I like mostly wrote it, but it's, I love it. It's so sick. Oh yeah. And uh, longest to write. The longest to write would have totally been. Control My Sanity was done first actually, which is really funny. Cause it was done pretty quickly. I'm going to say the longest to write was probably the last song on the record. Uh-huh. I don't want to like, uh, you know, I don't want to go into it's not out yet, right? I don't want, I don't want to go too much into it. Okay, can you at least name drop it or is the track list not even out yet? The track list is out, but I forget what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> at so that. you weren't trying to spoil anything. You just didn't know. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I know it's the last song, but I'm like, oh, my God. Here, let me look it up right now. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny because I feel like I'm like I'm so scatterbrained lately because of the album rollout, right? Yeah. So everything's just super, like, uh, yeah, I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, oh, this sucks. Where? Ah, there we go. Just like on Google during a Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> You're googling your own record. Looking at my own track. <laughs> looking at my own track. I'm not on Google. I'm not on Google. I'm looking through my notes. I'm not on Google. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. I would not be on Google. I'm just looking through my notes, like keep like searching words up and trying to figure out. I don't know why, because it's not popping on my iCloud. Let's see. Let's see. Let me let me pull up the promo. Yeah, I was gonna say let, let me try. I'm gonna say I'm gonna yeah, it's rest in the dirt. Mm-hmm. 
is the second last song. And I think the last song. Yeah, because it's all out of order on my phone. Oh. Um, uh, time won't, you get time won't heal. Is it Time Won't Heal, right? Yes. Yeah, so Time Won't Heal. That's the one. Yeah, so Time Won't Heal was like the one that I think I rewrote the lyrics a million times because it's a, it's, it's a song that we've never really done before, like a style of song. It's I feel like it's very anthemic and kind of like, at the time I was like going outside of the box because I kind of have like a weird... Like I'm like I'm very boring with music. I listen to like, the same thing I've always kind of listened to. You know what I mean? Like every once in a while, I'll introduce a new band or whatever. But mm-hmm. I was listening to <laughs> oh fuck, I was listening to "Pray for Plagues" by Bring Me the Horizon, that, the first record. So oh, good, so good. It's so good. It's that was that came out when I was 15, and I was like, this is the heaviest thing I've ever heard. Anyway, <laughs> oh, like I re I revisited it like uh, that band because I know that they did like a bunch of like they went poppier, right? They went like did like yeah. that song or whatever, and like I never. I stopped listening to that band a long time ago, but like I checked it out and I was like, oh, this band's amazing. Holy shit. They're like, they're doing it. And so I was listening to a lot of uh, that record with Drown on it and like the That's the Spirit song, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like it was a really big, like it felt like big stadium vibes for music, but it was still mm-hmm. like really hard hitting and emotional. And I think because of that, I really wanted to, you know, emulate that. And so I was like, okay, cool. Let's work on a song that's kind of similar, like, big big sounding but i didn't want the lyrics to be super boring so it took so long because i was just like not happy with anything i was writing i just Mm -hmm. found it kind of boring and so definitely time won't heal for sure and i think you'll understand why like i put a lot of effort into it like once people hear it but um i mean hope they i hope they 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 notice but yeah i think for sure like that was just like way too much it took way too long the whole record too long but this was like annoying (laughs) completely valid Valid. yeah yeah totally uh, so how did the track list for this album come about? Did you write the opener to be opener, closer to be a closer, just kind of shuffle it and say, yeah, that's it. Or like, what, what was, was the process kinda, like for that? You know, when you have like a vibe of like how something is supposed to sound like, oh, this sounds like a the last song on the record kind of mm-hmm. thing. That was basically how it is. Control My Sanity was written first uh, in December 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. It was written and recorded, like, I mean, obviously as much as it was, you know, like a, like demo wise and like pre-production, but yeah, Control My Sanity was, uh, yeah, it was the first one, I guess. And so kind of from there, we were like, all right, well, like kind of went with the album name. It kind of just fit. And I was like, you know, I really like that. I like how it flows. It's three words. We've always been like, you know, you know distant, like you asked, like inspired me. And so I was like, oh, just do like an easy three thing. I also love when an album name could be tattooed somewhere, like, like mm-hmm. here, like, uh, something you know what i mean so like because it, it's like so symmetrical yeah uh which is like weird that i think of it that way but control my oh, sanity. Fair. yeah 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 uh control my sanity was yeah it was just like the first one done and then uh sorry i'm getting off track <laughs> you're all yeah. good you're all good uh so the track listing we kind of just went into it listened the whole thing over and said where do you think these songs fit and whatnot and you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's a couple songs where like it's funny, I'll like, go on the vinyl, like one of the next singles that comes out is like the fifth song on the record. And it's the last song on that's like side A. And mm-hmm. it's like perfect for it because the way it ends and then goes into like you flip the record over and goes into another one. It's like, it's sick. I love it. So but it, 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 we just had to listen to it over and over again and kind of pick what we wanted, you know? All right. Fair enough. Oh, that's fair. I just, you know, when you get a vibe of like, oh yeah, this is an opener. This is this and that, whatever. I kind of yeah. knew that like, Ketamine Jesus was going to be an opener. You can kind of just tell it was like the build. It was very, it was very like triumphant and like big and it gets really big near the end. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. 
Uh, so where was your headspace at while you were writing this album? I know it encompasses many years, but uh, if you can pinpoint something. Uh, I don't know, just pure depression. I'm laughing at that fuck, but like uh, I, I hit like a really, really, I mean, like, I feel like I'm still kind of in it to be honest with you, but I hit like a really, really hard year during the pandemic because I was alone and there's a lot of things going on and I'm not used to being alone. Like I'm a very outgoing person. So mm -hmm. uh, there was that and then straight up, I don't know, just like, I feel like it really, it really did help. You know what I mean? But like, I never want to, you know, be that sad just in order to make art, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think in a long way, and in, in the long run, it really like taught me a lot of weird things. Like I, I learned how to be alone. I've learned how to like actually take care of my mental health now. Like, because I was just taking SSRIs and like coasting. I was like, all right, cool. Like I don't have anxiety anymore, but like nothing else. I'm not doing anything to make myself better. Like, they always say like, you should do therapy with it and started looking into that and stuff like that. So like, it was a really like fucked up year mentally. So for everyone, obviously, but I think just because like, you know, I was kind of alone and the only thing I'm doing with my life is like writing music and like mm -hmm. trying to tour and play shows. And obviously like, you know, like, I work at a bar like to make money because like everyone knows being a musician is like really hard. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, it was just going from like, go, go, go to the world stopping. And then just mm -hmm. being alone was like, it was very, very hard. And like I said, like, I know it is for everyone. I'm not, I'm not alone, but uh, yeah, I think, but it did really, really help with the overall mood and vibe of the record. And I think a lot of people will, will notice that. All right. Sure. Uh, so how do you recommend your listeners to listen to this album for the first time? Should they play it in the dark with headphones on? Should they blast at a party? Should they work out to it? What do you personally recommend? First time through, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like going a night walk. That's what we were doing a lot during the pandemic. You couldn't go anywhere, right? Like, oh yeah, like, mm -hmm. a lot of people like we, and my friends, were going like beer walks, or like we just like roll a blunt, and, like walk down the street, and like yeah. listen off of our phones and stuff like that. So it was really nice, but and I still kind of do that. Like if I'm like bored, I'll like you know, and I'm not working, or, and I don't want to go out to a bar because even like going out places now is like weird because yeah, it doesn't yep. feel like fully normal yet. Mm -hmm. uh, like not that I'm against, I go out, like you know with my friends a lot, but. Just, I think if you're, if you're going to listen to it, I think I'm talking like, especially because it comes out in December when it gets dark really early, go mm -hmm. on like a night walk, you know, and like listen to that record in your headphones. It's sick. Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this question should be super, super quick off the top of your head. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Okay. Gutting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Oppressing. Mm-hmm and probably a story Ooh. okay so since, since you said story is it somewhat of a concept album then uh in a lot of ways like i don't want to call it a concept album because it's like i like i, I do love concept albums and i don't i think we wouldn't do it justice if we if we were to call it a concept album but it, it i definitely had that in mind while writing you know so it's about it's about like of the same time period of in my life okay all the okay. same thing i think there's only one yeah no honestly it all ties into the same like two-year uh block so hmm. I, like i said i wouldn't say concept necessarily like it doesn't tie in like concept wise like but like yeah it's it more or less okay okay that makes sense yeah uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners yeah i mean like for me like i said it was it's like an, it's like an outlet right so like and mm -hmm. like i was going through it and I obviously don't want anyone to go 
through what I went through or like, or just, I don't want anyone in the, oh, no one wants to be depressed and like be upset. But mm-hmm. that being said, like, I feel like it's going to be one of those winter records. And like, I'm a little scared about that because it's depressing, but like, it's also like, that's just how I felt. Like, you know what I mean? What am I supposed to do? Like, and I hope that if people are feeling that certain way and this was record, it makes them feel a little bit better than knowing that like, like the guy who's singing the lyrics, like literally had like a terrible time, like just as much as this probably person who's listening is, you know? Mm-hmm. So you know, as much as like that's negative and it kind of sucks, it's like I hope it can help in some way. Yeah, that's right. good. Uh, so, what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album? <laughs> Honestly, it's just like because like me and Sam spent a lot of time together alone in the studio because you know it was just me and him because of lockdown stuff, and then like obviously people coming in and out, whatever. It was just me and him, and so it was just a lot of like like I I listened to a lot of music with him like he that he was like uh engineering mm-hmm. that wasn't out yet like a lot of between you and me and like silver scenes like that like stuff that hadn't been heard yet and i was like really cool so it was just like a lot of that it was really sick for him to show me a kind of just a bunch of stuff he's working on and it got me actually like a fire into my ass to buy logic and like get an interface and all these things because i was like i was just like i was like i'm a musician i should have these things for writing and whatnot but mm-hmm. it took forever and it took literally the pandemic and like hanging out with sam a bunch to do that but honestly it's just fucking watching tiktoks and <laughs> And quoting TikTok all day. Like, we would be, like, recording. Like, all right, let's go. And I'd be like, <clears throat> and it would just be like, I mean, this was before, but it'd be like, oh, no, our table is broken. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not that exact one, but you know what I mean? And then we would yeah. just die laughing for, like, a half an hour, get no work done. But we weren't mad about it because we were just dying. And we'd come, I'd come in the control room, and I'd show them what I'm referencing, and we would just die laughing and recreate it. And it was like, yeah. it was like, it was nonsense, but it was so funny. A lot of that. For just like just lots of jokes it was like the most we just laughed a lot you know fair enough i'm very like jealous very, like very very depressed so like i think the thing i could do is to focus on not being depressed you know perfect yeah. i'm very jealous that you heard unreleased silverstein i'll just put that out there <laughs> oh yeah it's fucking sick <laughs> i'll leak it though if they don't give me any money or something i'll leak it i'll, I'll they gotta bribe me i don't know like you know i might just put it on uh i might put it on reddit who knows oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> Have it. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> no, okay, all right. Also, if anyone ever did that to like Pacific, like leak the album, I'm like, bro, that's how I make money. Pre-order the record. Fuck you. Like, come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. You had one job. Like, yeah, the new silver scene and like the new between you and me and stuff. Like that. I got heard mm-hmm. a lot of it. Uh, it's it, and like new state chance. Like, uh, just sound before it came out. Mm-hmm. I was listening to that. Like, because Sam would never give it to me because uh-huh. he was like, no, I'm not gonna send it to you. Mm-hmm. Um which is totally fair obviously you know, he was like really really working on it and whatnot and so oh, sorry anton was working on it but i guess they were both talking about it or something like that, and like one of them showed me and every time i was in the studio i was like yo just put that song on it so catchy and we would just listen yeah that was sick all right very it's jealous, amazing but God, yeah it'll be on yeah. new time so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's out now though so yeah that one is yeah. Oh, exactly yeah. yeah that one is yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? <laughs> Pizza combos. <laughs> oh, those are the the little like pretzel things. Something with cheese in it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like yeah. so artificial tasting, but they're so good. <laughs> That's right. so, 100% those mm-hmm. or Doritos sweet chili heat. <laughs> oh, I tried those. Those are good. Those so are good. very good. So yeah. I got into like, oh man, I sound insanely boring saying this, but I got into like spicy food recently as in like, I always like spicy food. Like I was always like a hot sauce kid, but mm-hmm. when I got older, I just like, I don't know. I was like such a baby about it. I never like ate anything hot and then sweet chili heat for some reason. I was like, oh, this is great. And it's not yeah. even spicy, but I was like, oh, it's great. 
And now I'm like buying like scotch bonnet pepper sauce and all this shit yeah. like, all my food and like it's like it's gnarly. But oh my god. Yeah, definitely definitely Doritos and fucking combos. All right. So it sounds like you need to Oh, sorry. Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. I was just going to say it sounds like you need to go on hot ones then with all the spicy stuff. You, you know kill what? Them. I feel like I would absolutely just pass away. I would die. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no way I'm getting past like the fifth wing. No. I think I think you would make it. Dude, I watched that Pete Davidson one and he was like mm-hmm. in tears. And yeah. I was like, that's me. That's that's me. <laughs> but like, I, I'll love it. I like the taste. I, exactly. I'm more of like a hot sauce taste, obviously. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. I just sound so boring now. Like Sweet Chili Heat was like spicy introduction. That's so oh, weird. It's okay. Listen, it's no shame. 2023 yeah, or whenever you put out the next record, you're coming back yeah. on the show. We'll do a Hot Ones it's, version of this fucking We'll do a Hot Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, we'll do a Hot Ones. And yeah, we'll see how long you last before you pass out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking like five wings like i don't know i got like i got a lot of hot sauce in my fridge so we, we could go to town <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, so where do, you, where do you see the band in the next five years i mean i hope on a bigger scale you know like obviously everyone hopes that it's kind of a cop-out answer but i think i hope we we're on a bigger scale it's more self-sufficient and we're you know, actually, you know, like, it's like we make money as a band, don't get me wrong, but it cont- it allows us to continue. That's basically about it. We all have jobs at home. We all do all, like, you know, shit outside of that. So it's kind of hard, but you know what I mean? Like, but I, w- I want it to be like, I want to be able to be a musician and be like, that is my only job. You know, I don't want to mm-hmm. like, no offense to the bar I work or anything. Like I love the, I love those guys, but like, I don't want to work at a fucking bar anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to go to bed at three in the morning after work, mm-hmm. like sober while everyone's like partying at the bar. Like, no, I don't want to do that. So yeah. <clears throat> I'm just over it. So I think I'm glad I'm very lucky to have that, but I, I just, you know, I just want music to be the one thing. So I think in the next five years, like for me personally, I just want it to be, you know, larger scale. I mm-hmm. want I want to treat it like, you know, like, I don't know. I want to be as big as corn. <laughs> Limbis- yeah. Ooh. Limbiscuit. Both those bands. Uh, yeah, the new record is fucking wild. It is so fucking good. It is. Yeah, it's actually sick. It's actually sick. Have you listened to the new corn song though? No, I haven't. Get on that. Okay, I'm I'm actually gonna queue it up just for later. I'm gonna put Perfect. Spotify for that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's it? What's the new song called? Start the healing. Yeah, I see it here. Okay, okay. I'll listen to that after. <laughs> well, on February fourth, I'm counting down the days. Oh shit! Okay, yo, I was like. Speaking of corn really quickly, like side story, when I was like eight years old, my mom got me the guitar tab book for Life is Peachy because I was taking guitar lessons. But I was like probably like eight or ten or something like that, but like whatever, really young. And she was like, I'll buy it for you. <laughs> but I want to, she she basically like bought it for me, but she blocked out all the swear words of the mark. <laughs> no! So did she rip out the page of that one fucking song? They twist or whatever that's like no 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 There's the oh, no, oh yeah that, yeah all the symbols yeah in the yeah title. uh i don't think it had the lyrics on that one to be honest okay. <laughs> <laughs> i think it just had the guitar taps i think it was just so jarring to be like yeah shit fuck fart whatever the hell he's saying <laughs> yeah. like and but like it's so funny like because they got rid of that i'm pretty sure but in the first song like twist it has the gibberish written out <laughs> wow so you could sing along yeah i'm like and i'm like what the fuck like you put this much effort into this you couldn't put like the weird bad song in like yeah. i don't know whatever right. but yeah my mom blocked out everyone in like pen i'd be like i'd be like rubbing away to see what swear was <laughs> you could just go like, listen to the fucking album or did you have the really? edited version of the album uh, i had the edited version. <laughs> oh yeah my mom was like my mom was really cool like art teacher 
Uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. like she was just like, I think she just knew like that, like a 10 year old shouldn't have this, but she like wanted me to be like, obviously like she wanted me to listen to what I want to listen to and do my thing. So she didn't care, mm-hmm. but she had like that one rule. I remember I brought it up recently. I actually found that like this feature book like eight years ago. And I like looked at it and it was so fucking funny. I was like, everything's just blocked out. I'm like, this is so weird. Like, so much effort went into blocking everything out in here. Now my mom was like fucking, uh, I don't know. Apparently she was fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she answered the assignment, I guess. I don't know. Oh my yeah. God. Not the TikTok reference. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> uh, so for the last couple, oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm just clearing my throat. It's all good. Oh, okay. Uh, so for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Yeah, totally. Awesome. So we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Uh, probably like a, like Americanized Chinese food. Oh, okay. Like mm-hmm. chicken rolls and like all that stuff, like pork fried rice. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like a Nashville hot chicken sandwich with Ooh. like a big thing of like, like just double fried fries, like just like, yeah. like heart attack food basically. Mm-hmm. And, a doc- and a Dr. Pepper. Ooh, perfect. Right, or so- if, I'm, if I'm going to pick a beer, I'm picking like a PBR or something. I don't know. Like something okay. easy to drink. All right. Yeah. So you want the food to kill you before they can kill you. <laughs> yeah, totally. I respect I want, it. I, yeah. I just, I'm, I'll, I will, and I'll make it last so long. I'll just like eat till I die. Perfect. Exactly. That's, That's the way, way to go. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, <laughs> if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? One fiction world? Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I don't even fucking know. Oh, South Park, Colorado. Okay. <gasps> yes. No. Well, would you want to live there? It just seems mental. Yeah. There. Yeah, actually, yeah, that actually is pretty fucking abrasive. Maybe not there. Yeah, I was Maybe gonna. So, there. so many things happen there. Wait, bad things happen there. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot of bad things happen there. For some reason, Truman Show comes to mind, but then that's also so sheltered that I would not want that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with like I'm gonna go with Springfield, Massachusetts, and The Simpsons. I'm gonna go there. It just seems like it's quirky as hell, and nothing mm-hmm. is that bad there. Yeah. Or if it is, it's like I don't know, resolved by the end, as opposed mm-hmm. to South Park, where it's just like it just right. continues in the background. And then he's like, all right, and then Kenny dies again. <laughs> is that God, man? Your childhood, your childhood friend fucking dies. Like, oh, okay. exactly. Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, so I actually have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has said it is the most important question. Okay. What is your favorite color? So funny. It's green, but I don't own a single thing that's green and I wouldn't be caught dead wearing it. What? <laughs> so what makes you like it? I don't know. Something went, it was like the, everyone who we were young, it was like, it was like, we like blue and red. And I was like, I don't know. I like green for some reason. Okay. But then I was like, I have red hair. If I wear green, I'm like a fucking leprechaun. I'm not doing that. So like, well, we don't want that. So <laughs> No, so like I refuse to wear anything green, but that's not my favorite color, I think. I think green. Okay. I've been recently, because uh, I I mean, like I don't wear a lot of all black, but I do wear like a lot of black pants and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've been like trying to wear like lots of blue. So like I have like, I just got like a new navy blue pair of pants. I bought like a new Arc'teryx jacket that's like navy blue and like, mm-hmm. You wear black and black all day, right? Like black on black, but like when you, someone wears like blue on blue, it's kind of always kind of weird. I think it's it was not weird; it's just different. Yeah. And so like it's just been like trying to color block, not color block, but like trying to like just follow the same things, so, like blue pants, blue jacket, like black hat, black shoes, kind of thing, or like whatever. Yeah. So yeah, 
I'm going to still say green, though. I'm not going to say blue. I'm going to say green. <laughs> okay. okay. Specific no, shade of green, though? No ties to anything fucking green or anything that's <laughs> green. Like, nothing. Sorry, what'd you say? A specific shade of green, though? You have one? Probably lime green. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I, I just like lime green. It's, like a, it's a good color. Right. And it as long as it's not too neon. Yeah. That's where it kind of crosses the line for me. I'm I just agree. like, oh, you're doing too Your much. Your favorite color is yellow, Glory. And what about it? How are you saying the lime green is doing? Yeah, what too much about for it, you? Shane? No, exactly. <laughs> what about it, Shane? Wait, green <laughs> green is obnoxious. Like mine, bl- bl- neon. Mine, yeah, is, neon mine is black. I mean, I would have picked that, but that's not a color, that's a shade. Oh, fine, exactly. Then, fine, I tell him it's that. purple, whatever. Yeah, hey, purple, great color. Thank great you. color. Do you have a specific shade of purple, Shane? No. All the purples. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, I'll log off. Dude. Uh, so, uh, as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, yeah, just like, you know, we've got some insane shit happening early next year. That's all I can say. And so just please come to a show and buy the record and come say hi to us. All right. Well, thank that's you. That's about it. Like, I can't ask for much more. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, thank you for now. This has been Jordan from Lake Pacific, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.